So let me ask you, do you move well, eat well, and sleep well? Do you feel that modern medicine is looking out for your best interest? Do you know how to take care of your body so you can stay pain-free and in the activities you love? Do you know what options you have? If not, that's a problem, and this podcast is the answer. I'm Trevor Folker, and welcome to the Green Bay Health Project Podcast. The Green Bay Health Project podcast is sponsored by Movement Performance and Rehabilitation, where we help the athletes and active adults move better, perform better, stay pain-free, and in the sports and activities that they love. We do this by focusing on their movements and optimizing their mobility and strength. We believe that your body is your greatest tool, and when you take care of it, you can move better, you feel better, and you thrive. So head to movement-rehab.com, that's mvmt-rehab.com, to learn how we can help you stay active and pain-free. Hey, what's up, guys? I'm Trevor with the Green Bay Health Project Podcast, and today I am joined by Dr. Sadie Broker. Um, Dr. Sadie is a pediatric and family chiropractor, a young entrepreneur of the year nominee, um, a mother-to-be, and founder of Lux Life Chiropractic in Green Bay. Um, so, Sadie, you have a lot going on, so I really appreciate you taking the time out of your schedule to talk um, and to kick things off. Why don't you just give us um, some insight into your background and how Lux Life Chiropractic came to be? Yeah, awesome. Um, first off, thanks for having me. I'm really excited about this. Um, so let's kind of get started. Um, so I started, I graduated from school in Iowa. Um, well, actually back up. Let me start <laughs> how I ended up in De Pere because I went to St. Norbert. So um, I went to St. Norbert for college and Chiropractic kind of found me, so that was magical and good. And I ended up going to Iowa for chiropractic school. Always knew I wanted to work with kids, but had no idea where that was going to go or what it was going to look like. Um, got about a year into chiropractic school and just started shadowing and, and you know getting after it like you do when you're in school because you have nothing else to do besides just study, keep your head down, and you know get out. Um, and so I just kept shadowing doctors, and I ended up finding this office. Um, in Illinois that I later ended up interning at. And so um, that internship really led to the evolution of my career. Um, The internship was in Crystal Lake, Illinois, and it was one of the largest pediatric and family practices in the world. Um, And in the world of chiropractic, I mean, if you're listening to this, you might be thinking like, kids, babies, families, chiropractic, I don't get it. Um, So I'm sure we'll touch on some of that stuff. But um, you know, I, I did my internship. I got offered a job. I stayed there for three and a half years. And then I was like, I got to find, I got to get back to my family. Um, always knew I was going to come back to Wisconsin. And because I went to St. Norbert, De Pere had always been on my heart. Um, and I knew it was a big part of, of me, my family wanting to get back here. So, um, got, you know, <laughs> got my, my boots in the ground and started working, trying to find a space. And I mean, as you know, starting a business is always exciting. <laughs> Lots mm-hmm. of ups, downs, for especially sure. with a brick and mortar. Um, so it took some time, but we got in, we've been here for almost two years. I'm right in downtown to pier. Um, and Lux Life is, I mean, it's my wildest dreams come true. Um, it's been hard work, but it's been amazing work. Um, and it makes me proud and excited to go to work every single day. Um, so I know that I'm doing something right, right? The difference sure. <laughs> passion and work, like this is really, truly my passion. I'm doing what I'm supposed to do every day. So yeah, we take care of tons of kids and kids and families. It's funny because we're on downtown. We're, we're like right on Broadway street. So 
we have huge windows on every side of our practice and people will walk past and just kind of like veer in and be like, there's a lot of kids running around in here. What's going on? Um, so it's definitely exciting to bring something new and different to De Pere, something that I believe the community needs so badly. So we've been having fun. That's awesome. Uh, that is definitely one thing I did want to talk about because I mean, you don't hear about that every day. Um, and are you a Hawkeyes fan because you're in Iowa? <laughs> no. Good uh, All right. <laughs> he, he is a Hawkeyes fan. He's really, really sad about March Madness. Though. Oh, man. Yeah. yeah too. My bracket just keeps getting. <sighs> oh, mine was busted the second day. <laughs> yeah. Who was that 15 seed? Or I don't even know. I don't know how to say their name. Oral that, Roberts. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I know I do. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that was. That was that was rough. I'm a Michigan fan, so they won last night, so I am okay. still happy, but my bracket is done. So, I mean, yeah. it is what it is. Anyways. I'm excited about your team winning than the bracket. Yeah. Yeah, for sure. Um, so, I mean, you brought it up right off the bat. Um, kids and chiropractic care. So, can you, I mean, just dive into a little bit more? And, I mean, even if you wanted to tie in the philosophy at Lux Life and the approach because I'm sure that it's all intertwined um, but it is a different thing and a lot of people don't necessarily know that kids can go to chiropractors or really even the benefit of it you know so I think that that would be really interesting to, to hear about. Yeah cool so um, and the thing about it is the tides are changing and that's something that makes me excited you know holistic health natural health really true I mean in what I call you know true health care um, is coming to the forefront. Parents are searching for that now more than ever before. So it's really cool, a really pivotal and exciting time to be a pediatric chiropractor um, uh, because people, like I said, they're searching for it. They're excited for it. Parents want the best for their family. So um, as I kind of dive in and, and talk about this, if you have more questions, let me know because sometimes people are like, well, what are you talking about? <laughs> um, but yeah, so I mean, really the, the whole gist of it is our kids, believe it or not, are enduring more stress than we probably even ever give them credit for. Um, and so when I say kids, I'm talking little new babies. Um, we see uh, kids on the spectrum. We see anxiety kiddos, uh, depression. We see um, OCD. We see lots of different stuff, um, ADHD. Uh, and so we, we also see a really good portion of healthy and well kids. They're already healthy. They're already rocking. They're already crushing it. Parents just want something to continue to move them in that direction. So whether it's a kiddo struggling or a colicky baby or a, a super healthy kid, um, they're all present here. And really the whole philosophy is, like I said, kids are struggling more than ever. I mean, especially with COVID and being mm -hmm. in and out of school and, you know, virtual learning and more screen time and um, lack of being able to see friends and all of it, I think our kids and our youth are struggling now more than they ever have before. Um, we have seen that and parents want different solutions. Um, so it's been really cool to offer solutions that aren't just, you know, another neuro psyche valve and another specialist and mm -hmm. another medication. Um, and so, you know, the whole philosophy behind uh, pediatric chiropractic is we're about prevention. We're about, about health and keeping, keeping kids healthy, raising healthy kids. Versus waiting until we're adults and we're really broken. Um, and then, you know, and then we're like, oh, yeah, I should probably get this fixed, right? We always have back burner when we're adults. So um, the idea behind chiropractic is really to get our kids healthy and well the younger they are and then keep them there preventatively. Um, and chiropractic, I mean, we could go into the science for probably, I could keep you on this podcast for hours and you'd probably mm -hmm. fall asleep and I'd be like, wow, I'm <laughs> my life talking about this stuff. Um, 
But it really goes back to your child's nervous system. And um, that's really the thing that controls and coordinates every single part of your kiddo, whether it's digestion or immunity or behavior or sleep. Um, and that's what we get to work with as pediatric chiropractors. So that's what I'm trained extensively in. Um, and it's kind of cool because it's new age chiropractic. People don't think of a chiropractor and a nervous system. They think of a chiropractor and wailing on the spine a couple spots. So um, it's really cool. It's just a whole new philosophy, um, something that I have obviously poured my entire like career's work into and mm-hmm. will continue to do that as I move forward. Um, but yeah, it's, it's just, it, it's a way to keep your child healthy and well physically um, and mentally and emotionally. Um, and so we get to, like I said, see miracles happen every day in the office because we get to save so many of these kiddos from the, the path that they've been struggling down. Um, but we also get to keep a bunch of these kids really well too. So um, just a, another way to attack and approach health. And a lot of families that find us find that it becomes kind of their new pillar of health or a new foundation for them to build their health upon. Um, you know, instead of, oh, my kid's got a little cold, I'm going to run to the pediatrician, you know, they call us and say, hey, can we get in for an adjustment? Um, so it really changes your entire health paradigm. And um, we love that because I think that true health care comes from prevention versus always just waiting for something to go wrong and then reacting to it. Um, which I'm sure you can kind of agree on. <laughs> oh yeah, hundred <laughs> percent. You're just preaching to the choir right now. That's <laughs> we we could go on and on about that, and maybe we will. Who knows? Um, <laughs> but uh, I, I do think that that natural, holistic approach is is the way to go. And I do I completely agree that more people are starting to find that that is much more beneficial than what's used to be or what they're used to or what they've been told like you said you know medication 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 and it's like you get one medication and then you get another one to offset that first one then it's just a domino effect and people are starting to reach out and look for more natural holistic ways of doing things um and especially when it comes to their kids i do so what does that look like i mean you say like like you said more people are familiar with chiropractors kind of just doing quick adjustments um but you look more at the neural structure and all of that so what does that look like or how like if somebody brought their kid in um Mm -hmm. for this what would that look like because i don't know if a lot of people are quite familiar with that absolutely um and that's like what we and we take that at face value every time Mm -hmm. somebody comes to our offices 99% 99% of the time when you're bringing your kid out to the office, it's like a, it's a last ditch resort. You know, you're like, okay, I mean, my baby won't stop crying. Please help me. I've heard that. I don't know. You might be a witch doctor. I don't care. Please make sure that you stop crying. Um, or same thing with the kiddos that are struggling. A lot of parents don't know. So that's the first thing we do is take all of the time to educate. And I think that that's something that is also missing in healthcare. Um, you know, instead of just like, hey, I am the authoritative figure and I'm giving you this information and you should just believe it because I said so. Um, We are giving them information and educating parents on why we do things the way we do, um, you know, what science and evidence we have behind why we do what we do. Um, And then we're asking them to come along on a journey with us if they feel like it's the right fit. So we're giving them information and education, um, but never telling them this is what you need to do. We're just opening a door and um, hoping to support them through this health and wellness journey with their child. Um, So that's always the first thing is, hey, let's just sit down and have a conversation about chiropractic and what neurological focused chiropractic looks like, especially in our office. So that's always number one. Um, And then we always, especially when a parent brings a a kiddo in, um, when it comes to a child, 
history is very important. I mean, any doctor's taking a history, right? Um, and you're trying to get, you know, more information on what, what the child or the person, the patient is going through. And especially when it's a child for us, um, we're going way back. You know, you could have a 12 year old sitting in front of me that's struggling with depression. Um, but I'm asking about pregnancy. I'm asking about labor and delivery. I'm asking about, um, you know, how, how much did they struggle immune wise? Were they, you know, the 10 rounds of antibiotics kids, um, you know, for one ear infection, um, you know, and when did you start to see some of these behavioral challenges? What kind of sleep do they have? What kind of baby were they? You know, I'm asking all of these questions and peeling back layers because for kids so often stress doesn't come all at once. It comes in little pieces throughout life. Um, and we call it the perfect storm when a kiddo just starts kind of spinning out of control you know it's like okay they're they're born and they're maybe colicky and then you know they grow up and they have all the ear infections and then they have to sit in a desk at school and now they are struggling to listen and focus to, to the teacher and then they get a little older and it turns to anxiety right so it's like all of these little pieces that come together and now we have a kiddo that's 12 like i said with that full blown depression or adhd or anxiety etc cetera, etc cetera. Um, so the history is super important. Um, and that's a place and space for parents to just talk. Like, it's very rare that you go and sit and doc- talk to a doctor and sit mm-hmm. and get listened to for 30 right. minutes. Exactly. Right? So mm-hmm. giving a person space, especially a parent, when they just want answers and they're just hoping somebody can help, um, we love to give space for that. Like, just mm-hmm. talk to us about what's going on with your kiddo. And then the probably the biggest and coolest part about what we do is, you know, you have those subjective things that you go through with a parent. They're telling you how things are going and they're, they're giving you the day-to-day kind of replay. You also need to have some kind of objective measure. And I know that you do a lot of this too, Trevor, right? And mm-hmm. your, your work and your line of work is so amazing in this. You know, you're, you're going to have to find some kind of objective measure to show somebody, hey, this is where we're starting. This is where we're going, right? And so 100%. we have. Um, uh, a set of what we call neurological scans and really you can kind of think of it like a stress test almost mm-hmm. um, and there's three different scans that we will do to any patient whether it's a kiddo or an adult um, and so those three scans are really giving us a clue into the nervous system to see how a kiddo's adapting to stress really really important and like i said we run these on adults i hope people don't think we like don't see adults because we absolutely <laughs> do um and yes we see people for shoulder pain and back pain and stuff like that you know right. it's definitely on our heart and a huge passion of ours is these kiddos um and so we're running these scans they're letting us know how you're adapting to stress which stress adaptation is literally the number one in my world anyway um, variable to how healthy you are. Because if you're not adapting to stress, uh, it's killing you, you know, mm-hmm. slow and steady over time. Um, so very important to know how people are doing with that. Um, and then we also have a couple other scans that are going to give us a better idea of where, help us just locate where that stress is at within your neurospinal system. So definitely scans that give us a good objective measures that we can then show people, hey, this is where you or your child are starting. And then we do, you know, we check back in and we do these benchmarks and these checkpoints and say, look at how far you've come, you know. Um, so we, we always have to grab that objective measure as well. And then we have a whole different appointment where we sit down across the desk with these patients and say, Here's a, this is how we're doing. Here's some answers for you. Um, these are our recommendations. So that's a really long roundabout way of telling you that's kind of what to expect if, you know, you were to say, okay, my kid or myself, 
need a different form or something we're looking for something different this seems like a possible option that's kind of um our entry level exam and what we do um to peel back the layers and really figure out what's going on under the hood yeah and that's that was not drawn out that was 100 percent spot on and i mean we've talked and the art of communication and letting people talk and hear the story and peeling things back you don't get that going to a doctor's office that is enough to be like i mean i've said it to so many people i i lost count but i mean it's like five to seven minutes average doc that's enough to say hey what hurts where and here's a prescription like people want to be heard and they really appreciate those layers being peeled back because and they don't understand that something that happened 10 or more years in the past could 100 percent be influencing what's going on now and yeah especially with kids they don't at that age they don't really know how to express what they're feeling so they're just trapped mm-hmm. i mean yeah, at least that's how i felt when i was a growing up teenage boy like trying to figure out life you're like sorry mom and dad not talking to you about this <laughs> exactly and and like you said now probably more than ever i mean they're taken away from their friends they're being taken away from school they're staring at a screen and their stress i mean you could probably talk more about that because you mentioned it stress is hugely detrimental to every aspect of your life i was talking with um somebody about this yesterday who was in by us and like they were like yeah i'm really stressed and i was like okay well what's go like we just ended up having a conversation because you have to figure that out like you said and I don't, I mean, stress is brutal. It's just brutal. And people need to have that conversation. And I think that's awesome that that you spend that time. People, uh, that's invaluable. Yeah, thank you. I will say, actually, I read an article. I want to say I I read it a little over a year ago, maybe right before the pandemic hit. And the World Health Organization had said that in the 21st century, stress is going to be the number one killer of of human beings. Um, and if you think about that, it's like, sheesh, you know, you hear the word stress, we throw it around like almost like candy, you know, it's, mm-hmm. oh, I'm so stressed. Oh, I'm so busy. I'm so, you know, I'm so overwhelmed. It's almost like a badge of honor for a lot of people at this point, because <laughs> we are just in a society that go, 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 convenience based, right? Um, mm-hmm. But when you think about it, and you peel back that sentence, even the World Health Organization said this, you know, it's like stress is the number one contributor to chronic illness. Um, and so it's the heart disease and the high cholesterol and the diabetes that, um, you know, actually kill us. But how are we leading up to these things? Typically stress. And, you know, when you think of stress, you always think of, you know, a really busy day at work, but you forget about the little tiny things that add up to your stress levels too. Even if you, you know, physical stress, even if you commute to <laughs> commute to a job for 30 minutes each day, <laughs> Or you sit at a desk like this because you're working from home yes. for 12 hours, you know. Um, and then, of course, you have the emotional stressors of even just being a parent, being an entrepreneur, being an employee, um, you know, all of the responsibilities we have to live. And then we have, we're just in a society where it's just so go, go, go hustle mode that we don't ever do anything to counteract the effects that stress have on our bodies and on our health. Um, because there's always a quick fix. There's always something convenient that we can do to, to try and fix that, right? Oh, you have high blood pressure, take this and, you know, take mm-hmm. this antihypertensive medication or whatever it might be. So, I mean, truly, this is no diss at all either to 
to conventional medicine. Now, I think a lot of people, right. you know, say, oh, well, you're a chiropractor, so you must hate, you know, X, Y, and Z. I'm like, absolutely not. Everything's mm-hmm. got a time and place, right? Um, anti-hypertensive absolutely has a, a time and place if your blood pressure is super high, right? But then are we having that conversation about what kind of food are you eating and are you moving your body and, you know, are you meditating and what kind of people are in your life, et cetera, et cetera, to help change and improve your lifestyle factors and get you onto a better tra- trajectory here, right? We have to have sure. those conversations. So, yeah. Completely. I mean, there's so many, like you said, there's so many different aspects and levels to stress and there's so many things out there that are causing it and there's then there's other things that you can do naturally to kind of alleviate that like you said it's like spot on 100% agree lifestyle what are you eating what are you doing you know are you moving meditation is huge i don't do you do do you do that do you practice that absolutely yep me too i use i use headspace app what do you do you use like a app or a program or what do you do so I, I had to start with an app. So Headspace was my favorite too. Um, being pregnant, there's actually an app called Expectful. That is all pregnancy meditation. Um, <laughs> you want to talk about healthcare and craziness. You know, we could have a whole different podcast. And like, wow, we have some disparities here. Um, but uh, like, it's definitely, um, I, so the Expectful app is what I've been using pregnant. But Headspace is fantastic. And then eventually, the more you practice it, the better you get, right? So mm-hmm. now I'm at a point where I don't really need to utilize an app. I just find a quiet space and, mm-hmm. and that's that. Um, but it's, it's huge. Your mindset is everything. And you have your, your, you know, how you actually take in the world and perceive it um, gets to also have a huge impact in how you handle and endure that stress as well. So meditation is such a great way to just connect to yourself um, and drown out the noise for a little bit. That's the best part, in my opinion, is drown out the noise. And you know, when, like you said, when you first start, when I first started, it was like, holy cow, I've thought about a million and one different things in 10 minutes. Like, I couldn't even tell you what my first thought was because I'm so far gone from that. But the more you do it, the more you practice it, um, the better it gets and, and the quieter it gets, which I think that, like, I, I do five, 10 minutes tops. Mm-hmm. And it, it's like usually in the middle of the day and it's like, okay, I, I just got to kind of reconnect with things and calm myself down because I'm running rampant right now. <laughs> and, yeah, absolutely. and it's miserable. Yep. Yep. <laughs> um, and that just actually becomes our normal. Like, you know, when you're in yes. your mind is running a mile a minute and you are, you have 7,000 things to think of, um, it just becomes your normal and you never hear quiet. Um, and then you just feel like you need more noise and you search for more noise and it's an endless battle. So that's one thing I always tell people. I'm like, hey, if you've never tried meditation, I understand it's scary to quiet your brain down for even just one minute, but just try. Everything's uncomfortable at first. <laughs> for sure. Always. And I mean, so when you, I mean, you mentioned like a holistic, natural approach. So is that the kind of stuff that you will um, give to people you see, you know, parents, kids? Um, and, and then, I mean, what is that? look like i mean because i mean you said you spend what 30 to 45 minutes usually the first two times so, i mean that's an hour and a half that's Absolutely. a lot of time um and, and so stuff like that when once you start to peel back those layers is are, are you kind of talking to them about what they can be doing as well Absolutely. I love that question. And that's honestly going to lead into something I've been thinking in the back of my head. Like, I really want to talk about this on this podcast. Mm -hmm. Um, Like you said, those first two appointments with us, they're each, the first one's 45 minutes, the second one's 30. So like, yeah, like you said, that's, you know, well over an hour that we're spending with Mm -hmm. people right off the bat when we meet them. 
Um, and that gives us a lot of time and space to not only learn more about them, but also learn more about what's holding them back and maybe some things that we can add and incorporate as we do peel back those layers. Um, you know, when we first get started with people, um, things start more rigorously. Uh, you know, we need to, and I am positive you'll agree with this, Trevor, like <laughs> we need to peel back layers and we also have to undo what's been done for 10, 20, 30, 40, mm. 50 decades, uh, years, right? <laughs> yeah. like decades decades so probably pretty accurate too in some <laughs> cases. <laughs> um, but you, know, you have to, whether it's a kid or an adult, these are like neurological patterns that have been wired into us for so long. Um, and so we do start rigorously. And I always tell people at first, I'm like, hey, I don't want you to change, add, subtract anything from your life besides chiropractic because I don't want to have you do three or four things and then not know what one's working, right? Mm -hmm. So we always start with that. But as we go and we do start peeling back those layers and we're seeing things move and change and shift, then it's like, hey, let's talk about this. We haven't talked about this yet. Let's add this in, right? Um, and the thing about it is, Healthcare, it, I, think, I think health looks different to every single person. Mm -hmm. One of the very first questions we ask people is, what are your goals with care here, right? Yep. I mean, if you're not setting a goal and you're not checking in to see how you're doing on that goal, like, what are you really ever working for? Mm -hmm. um, I think that's missing in healthcare hugely, too. We're never talking about where people want to get. And then once they get there, are we setting a new goal? Are we moving towards something better? Because you could come to me and say, hey, I have really bad low back pain. Can you help me out with that? You know, after a few visits, all of a sudden your back pain's better. And now I'm like, hey, sweet, Trevor, like we got rid of that goal. What's next, right? And you might say, you know, I, I won't lie. I, I feel like I want to get back to the gym. I want to start working. You know, I want to lift. I want to hit a new PR. I want to whatever, whatever. And how can I support you with that goal? The goals are always changing and shifting. And as goals change and shift, so do the people and support systems that you have in place um, and the things that you're doing for your health. So we, as those goals change, will, you know, somebody might say, Hey, I really want to lose some weight. Okay. Well, what have you done? Let's start, you know, let's start with those conversations. What have you done already? Um, what have you tried? What has worked? What hasn't? <clears throat> and these aren't, this is the thing that I wanted to bring up. These aren't my areas of expertise, right? <laughs> like um, nutrition isn't my area of expertise. Uh, physical therapy, not my area of expertise at all, right? Acupuncture, nope. Massage, nope. <laughs> Sometimes you go into a chiropractic office and there's 17 different providers under one roof or there's one person that does 17 different things. Mm -hmm. I'm not knocking those models. We're just not that. Mm -hmm. I am a really freaking good chiropractor. I don't really care about the rest of the stuff. I would rather make really good connections with people in the community that I know, like, and trust and can confidently say, hey, Here's Trevor's card. You have to go see him down, you know, and that to me is everything because you're not only creating community and supporting other small businesses, but you're also looking out for the betterment of that patient. Yes. If there is a movement restriction or something I cannot figure out, I know that that is not my area of expertise and I need to refer him to you. Or if somebody needs a massage and I know that I just cannot break through this without massage, I'm going to refer them to my favorite massage therapist, mm -hmm. um, et cetera, et cetera. So as much as like healthy, holistic, natural living um, is so much up my alley and up my ballgame, like that is everything that I live for. Chiropractic is the center and focal point of it. And I have a bunch of really awesome people that are on this journey with me in the community that get to then get 
referrals because I want the best for my patient and I don't want to have to do it all, you know? Mm-hmm. So um, that's kind of where, I, where I'm at. Bless up. <laughs> I got that is, oh man, I'm jacked up right now. So <laughs> I, I'm honestly, yeah, I'm honestly jacked up. So that is huge. And I'm glad that you brought that up. And that's something I wanted to talk to you about because I know like that our, we both feel the same way. When you have one person that says that they can do it all or they, they want to do it all, again, not knocking it, but run. <laughs> um, honestly, like there, and I think that's where the big failure is starting because people are trying to do everything. And it, I, I think it, be an expert in what you want to be an expert in and have a team around you where you can then send people to um, when they're, when something's just not happening and we are like that 100 percent. we want to have people like hey oh well we can't get through this barrier go see sadie have her fix figure it out and then like you said massage all of that you have people that specialize in these areas for a reason and you're really good at what you do we're really good at what we do and the beautiful thing is we can work very well together for the good of the patient you know it's it's when you lose that sight as a clinician of okay i want to be the one to fix it that's pride that's all that that is that is your pride and your ego and you are putting the the patient on the back burner because of something you are struggling with internally (laughs) that's that's my opinion i don't know any better that person needs to meditate (laughs) yes head to your favorite meditation app right now Um, but but like like you said you you support the businesses and the communities because you realize that there are other people out there that can that can help this person and and that's what it's all about i mean you said it i'm saying it i agree with it and it's a beautiful model when everybody's on board with that yep um, and then in terms of the goal setting, that's huge. Like you said, you, st- you, get, you go from A to Z, but the person needs to realize how everything in between, like you see it, but they don't necessarily see it. So there's probably, there's a lot of explanation going on in Absolutely. that. Yeah. Yep. Yes. Oh. Oh, yeah. I don't know. I, like I said, you got me all jacked up now. <laughs> I lost my train of thought and where I was going with this. <laughs> because it is, it's something that's missing, you know, even in healthcare. Um, you know, everything is so fragmented. And the one good, one, one thing healthcare has figured out is they stay in their lane, right? I mean, mm-hmm. you go to a heart doctor and you go to a this and you go to that and go to this. Um, and the beauty about what I think both you and I are so on board with is not only finding people to collaborate and, and um, refer back and forth to because, you know, you set your pride aside and say, okay, this is something I can't help with, but I know Trevor can. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, you, you connect that way. Um, and you do have these different specialties, but you also keep in touch and contact. <laughs> and it's like, wow, I actually know what's going on with you, even though you also went and saw, you know, every time I see somebody, if I refer somebody to do something else, I'm like, hey, how'd that go? Mm-hmm. Right? Um, talk to me about it. How, you know, what did they find? Bring that over to me. Let's talk about it. Because it's also about collaborating and not being so segmented. And that's the one thing that I think a lot of patients get really stressed and frustrated with in terms of conventional medicine is you go down the rabbit hole of, okay, well, my family doctor told me I need to go see, 
you know, a rheumatoid doctor. And the rheumatoid doctor then told me I had to go see an orthopedist. And the orthopedist actually told me I had to go see a cardiologist. And the cardiologist told me, mm-hmm. you know what I mean? And then all of a sudden you're like, and none of them talked to each other. Or no, <laughs> right. about me. Um, so that's really, I don't know, that's what we stand for so diligently. I know and feel very confident about chiropractic. But I don't know a darn thing when it comes to PT. And I don't know a darn thing when it comes to massage and all of those things. And they're all phenomenal. Mm -hmm. Um, And that's why I learned what I learned through these types of things. And sitting down and having coffee with you and other providers in the area that I know, like, trust. And then I'm going to feel really confident in referring patients to. Yeah, I think you touched on a a really big aspect of it is that... I mean, we don't want to add to that stress that they're already feeling. I mean, especially if they're new to you or to whoever, they're going to be nervous and the trust factor might not be there. But once they start to see that you are communicating, hey, I'm not passing you off because I can't help. I'm passing you off because it's going to partner very well with what we are doing. And I promise you that we're always going to be in communication about what's going on so that we can best help you and everybody's on the same page. Like that, that collaboration factor, that's a game changer. It's a game changer. Absolutely. And I believe that healthcare will change, you know, continue to change um, as we continue to bust down those walls between, you know, um, Eastern and Western medicine. You know, as Mm -hmm. we begin to, you know, really work alongside each other, not just in the holistic world or not just in the allopathic world, but together for the betterment of the patient. That's when healthcare changes and that's when we create healthier and happier people. For sure. And I mean, that's, that's what people want. People want to be listened to. They want to be cared for and they want to know that everybody's looking out for them because if you can help them, I mean, that's when I, when I go see somebody or have a conversation, I want those same things. So why would we not do that for our patients? Yeah. I mean, I had somebody two weeks ago literally thank me for just listening. I was like, well, wow like i'm sorry that you haven't felt listened to after all these years of stuff it's a small thing but it goes a long way absolutely and you just completely changed that person's not only day but honestly probably the trajectory of their uh of their health journey because you you sat you listened um and now they know that they have a you know a confidant they have somebody else on their support system and on their on their train with them you know somebody that's there to listen and to support them through that which is huge I love that. It is. It's it's everything, honestly. Um anyways. <laughs> what else can you tell us about Lux Life? What else do you want to do you want people to know about? Well, I definitely like I've mentioned, I would say that we're we're just not your average chiropractor. You know, yep. that's my favorite thing about us. Even when you come into the office, we you know, you'll see me in well, all of us in pretty casual clothes, no white coats, you know, mm-hmm. there's at doors on our adjusting rooms. It's a very open concept. Um, we just are, I would say, the modern day chiropractor trying to really shift um, what people kind of have in their mind as what a chiropractor is. Yeah. Um, and so um, I think that's the, that's the one thing. We're all about community. We're all about connection. And we just have fun. Like our patients really are our family. Mm-hmm. Um, that has been more apparent to me now than ever even especially being you know uh almost 37 weeks pregnant it's kind of funny sorry i keep getting phone calls (laughs) (laughs) but um yeah it's funny because um we you know i'm gonna have a baby soon and all of my patients are like 
bringing me stuff, you know, it's like, <laughs> oh, all the baby books and oh, you know, Henry grew out of this, here's this and all this. <laughs> it's so funny. You really, they become, you know, family. Mm-hmm. I'm sure it's very similar in your practice and your, in your style practice as well. So we're really one big family. We just freaking love the people we take care of and they love us right back. So it's pretty fun stuff. We definitely um, enjoy what we do. That's awesome. And that says, I mean, everything that people need to know about you and your staff and what you guys are doing. I mean, I think this whole, everything you've said, people should have a pretty darn good idea of what you're about and what you guys are about and what you do. It's, it's awesome stuff and it is different. It's very different. Yeah. Thanks. Which is yeah, always a good thing. Like. <laughs> yeah. I was going to say, never, never a bad thing to be unique, different, especially in this world. Um, just bringing something new and fresh, I think is super important and exciting. Yep. That's awesome. Cool. Yeah. Well, let's get into the final three, huh? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> right. Um, so first, what is your favorite health related book? Do you have one? I mean, what you got? I feel like, you know, I saw this question and I was like, oh my gosh, there are so many. I could go on. <laughs> right. I know. I know. It's um, hard. Yeah. I would say that in terms of overall health, um, I don't know if you've ever read the telomere effect. Um, Not yet. I read a lot of, I've read a lot of research articles on telomere stuff but not that book specifically yeah um so pretty awesome stuff you are busy you are blowing up over there (laughs) (laughs) um but uh the the telomere effect is all about different things that you can do to basically protect your telomeres and people are probably like what the heck is that i was gonna say can you expand on that a little bit because i don't i don't know if a lot of people will know but it's so important oh my gosh yeah so it's literally your genetic makeup right your yeah. chromosomes and the the protective caps at the end and th- that's what a telomere is and your telomeres can become very susceptible to things like honestly to the lifestyle factors mm-hmm. and that's going to obviously change the way that your genes replicate change how i mean really change the very dna that you are made with so she goes into um, the telomere effect and the way that you eat, the way that you move, um, your mindset, all these different things. Um, she's, t- she's touching on that um, and how they can affect your telomeres and how fast or, or um, slow they, they lengthen. And the, health, the healthier you are um, and the more your telomeres are preserved, um, the, the better you're, the, honestly, the, the, what's the word? You, you basically push off aging honestly it's like it's um, longevity yeah 100 percent. that's the word yep. sorry i'm very thrown off because my phone <laughs> yeah, is no, you're good so. <laughs> <laughs> no, that's... but yeah so anyway it's definitely um a very very cool book and that to me is one of those books that's like just a fantastic read if you just want to know from like a, a grant like a hundred thousand foot view some of the like more large scale things you can do to affect your health, wellness, and really how long you're living, which yeah. I think is pretty cool. So that was one. Um, another one that I like is Atomic Habits, which is more oh. of a mindset book. I mean, you great cannot. Book. That's <laughs> a awesome. great book. <laughs> oh, so good. Um, and then I also like Well-Adjusted Babies, which is more chiropractic. It's actually written by a chiropractor out of Australia, but it's just a basically like the bible i have like probably six copies um it's it's basically my version of the holistic health bible on how to um raise healthy kids so that's another one of mine those are great those are great ones yeah longevity and telomeres i mean that's a lot of people don't really even know what that is so i'm glad that you brought that up that's a very interesting i mean for people like us i love that stuff um but atomic habits man that that's a 
that's a reread every year like hey yeah. how did my last year end okay let's go fix it <laughs> oh, that's the best. that yeah. book also when i first read it i was like oh <laughs> I, I have some work to do yeah me too that's, um, that's the biggest yeah. takeaway from the first time i read that is like wow i've been doing things not ideal for what i want to do absolutely isn't that crazy i know yeah. uh, but that's how you get better you yep. just you, you sure. read you, you, you take in all that info so yep. those are probably your top threes awesome top three <laughs> perfect um what is uh your favorite health like related activity to do in the green bay area I mean, this obviously pertains to warmer weather, but we're always on a trail of some sort. So I would say, honestly, walking, running, biking. Um, we're right off the Fox River Trail in East De Pere, so we are over there all the time. Um, this summer, I'm looking forward. To, <laughs> I'm looking forward to biking and uh, just you know setting up shop at uh, Ledgestone Vineyards. I don't know if you've been there before, but mm. if you have not, you have to go. Okay. Um, in summer, they just have. They have fantastic beer and wine, but they always have live music on like Thursday, Friday, Saturday nights nice. and it's outside and it's beautiful. Um, but yeah, honestly, there's so many gorgeous trails and so many gorgeous parks. So I would just say, yeah, like walking, running, biking, one of those things. Yeah. Um, outdoors. Yeah. That's yeah. a, that's a good one. We, we have two dogs, so we're always looking for new trails and new places to go to, to walk, mm -hmm. hike, all that. And you're obviously going to have a new one along yeah. that you yeah. can bring on those bike rides. <laughs> I'm excited because I'm hoping by the time we have our life figured out with a newbie, we will, you know, it'll be summer so we can get outside and uh, enjoy, enjoy that. So, yeah, that's perfect okay. timing. That's, yeah. that's ideal. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> and then, you know, we've, I think, have already answered this last question um, at great length. But if you had to do one piece of advice or give people one piece of advice or advice to help them take back control of their health which yeah. really in turn gives them back their life. What would that be? Um, I think I have two major ones mm -hmm. and you're right. We did kind of hit on them already. Number one is just to start small. Mm -hmm. um, I think that when you think of health and, you know, all of a sudden you get one of those days where you're just fed up and you're over it and, uh, you know, um, it's really easy to just say, all right, I'm just doing everything. And mm -hmm. that's the easiest way to fail. Um, so I would say just start small, slow and steady, little baby steps, little steps become huge steps, right? It's like you're looking up a whole staircase. And if you just take that one little step, hey, you are one step closer to your goals than you were when you mm -hmm. first started. Um, so small little baby steps um, is the way to go. And then this one, I think we hit on hugely, but I think it's actually the most important is to have supportive people on your journey. Yep. Um, whether that is a friend or a family member or cutting out somebody that absolutely does not support the, the health and wellness ch changes that you're making to your life. Um, I actually think that's one of the most important things you can do to protect your own like health and wellness is to kick people out of your life that don't serve you in any way. <laughs> um, but uh, this also includes healthcare providers. So I always remind people, you do not work for them. They work for you. Um, and so you have to remember that no matter whether it is a chiropractor or it's your OB or it's your family doctor or it's your acupuncturist. If you don't feel comfortable, you don't see, you don't feel seen and heard, you don't feel supported. Um, and you're not moving your, you're not moving the needle forward on your goals, kick them to the curb, find a new one. Um, so I would say that support is the most important, um, make or break type of variable in terms of hitting your health goals. I would hundred percent agree that that's a good one. That's the most important completely good job <laughs> crushed <Thank> it <laughs> um and then 
Uh, you know, where can people reach you if they want to get in contact? What email, yeah. website, social media pages? Yeah, um, I would say we're pretty active on social. You'll see something from us almost every day. Um, so we've got a pretty good following and engagement on Facebook as well as Instagram. Um, <laughs> one day, my non-Gen Z self will have like a TikTok or something. But of course, our website is luxlifechiropractic.com. So it's super easy. Um, and uh, yeah, I, I mean, really any of those ways. But one of the best things I would say is social media hitting us up there just um, to kind of get a good idea of even what our vibe is, see if it, if it you know, fits your style or not. So that's, that's where I would start, social media. Cool. Perfect. Yeah. Well, thank you again, Sadie, for coming on. I enjoyed this conversation. I think there was a... We didn't rant too much, I don't think. <laughs> I was say, I was, I, I'm looking at the time. I'm like, hey, we're doing pretty good. I'm yeah. Not, yeah, we did, know, we did all right. Yeah. Cool. Aside from the phone ringing 78 times, I really do apologize to anybody listening. <laughs> <laughs> nah. Nah. Could barely hear it. So that was good. Awesome. awesome. Well, thank all you. Right. I enjoyed this. And until next time, everyone, uh, have a great week. If you would like more information about one of our guests or us at Movement Performance and Rehabilitation, just send us an email at info at mvmt-rehab.com. That's info at movement-rehab.com. 